can't believe we said no to free beer. Hi. <laughs> yeah, no. So the the welcome. This is podcasting to perfection. We we don't know exactly what we're doing, and that does explain the hi. But that's also, to be fair, how I greet a lot of people because I don't know how to talk to them. But this is this is our podcast, our new podcast, and and I'm joined with joined by Hannah. Hannah Backwards, and our guest, Ryan Green. Hi. And this is, we're going to talk about young Sheldon. No, we're not. Yes! <laughs> Finally, no. someone's brave no, enough. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to talk about Tremors. Yes. Yeah, tre- it's, it's our favorite movie series. Yes. Right. And this is episode one of this our is the Tremors first podcast. Because we don't, it's, it's our episode one of our Tremors podcast called Podcasting to Perfection. And that's the best way to start a podcast ever. What do you think, Ryan? What about old Sheldon? <laughs> that's untapped. Well, I was just listening to another podcast where they do address how as a child he wears suits, but as an adult he just wears t-shirts, and that's bad writing. So by the time he's old, he's just fully nude. <laughs> yes. He's just dressing, yes. Down, he's as dressing he, down as he grows. Maybe pajamas. Oh, I like that. I like the word. Pajamas? Pajamas. I like pajamas. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got a real pecan, pecan situation yeah. going. Well, I think you can tell a lot about a person by what they call their pajamas. For me, I will say pajamas, but in my heart, in my soul, and alone in my home, they're my jammies. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes gym jams. Gym jams is accurate, yes. Never jammy jammies. That's no, too that's long. T- you've just added, you could have stopped at one jammy. I could have. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> okay, it's, I think it's going really good. I do, I do agree. Yes. Yeah. Well, so we picked this movie series because it is—it's our favorite movie series. I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but a lot of people like to call this series a guilty pleasure because it—it it does get kind of campy. And by that, I mean, in the first movie, it's incredibly campy from start <laughs> yeah. to finish. But I would, I would question, do those people really feel guilty? I think it's just a pleasure. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a pleasure. Maybe they don't like talking about it in whatever you want to call polite company. or. or... If you've lived such a good life that yeah. the only guilt you have is about enjoying the film Tremors... You're a really good person. <laughs> they, they used to show Tremors 2 on the Sci-Fi channel a lot when I was a kid. And I used to watch it a lot. And that's how I got familiar with the series. And it has been, you know, there's, they've still made movies up until two years ago. Oh, yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, if not sooner, I think 2021 was the last Is it one. 20? Yeah. And, and I've loved every single one of them. And. You know, we we just want to address, you know, we want to go over that with with people. And I think a lot of people are going to share this love with us. So let's go ahead and get into it. And Ryan, you are our guest. You are a <laughs> writer for Young Sheldon. Ryan, you no. are guest. <laughs> you yeah, are as, our guest. Uh-huh. Young Sheldon is based on me. Yes. <laughs> but can, not older Sheldon. Stop. Weirdly enough, <laughs> the Big Bang Theory Sheldon, different guy, but young Sheldon. He, he completely different. <laughs> he had his shit together. And so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope every episode there's at least a little Shut bit of Sheldon. Fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to happen. <laughs> well, so Hannah, what what can people expect from our show? Not young Sheldon. I can tell you that much. That's in parentheses <clears throat> on the notes, though. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> honestly, we're just kind of going through all of them. We are going to yeah. go through the first movie now. And then in the future, I'd hope that you would join us for all, all of the others. Fantastic. Uh, so let's, you know, Ryan, which movie is your favorite? The first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is why I'm glad to be here. Yes. On the, on the, uh, the premiere episode. The inaugural yes. episode, yes. Uh, there were a lot of good words, uh, but my brain couldn't get at them. 
because uh, I'm functioning at like a very low percentage right now. That's all right. Words uh, are hard. I get it. But I believe that this is the right amount of brain power to have for Tremors talk. Yes. Yes. Uh, because I believe I'm currently in the mindset that the writers of Tremors were in when they were like, what about Big Worm in, in the desert? So we... <laughs> the, and that's, that's interesting. That's something that we can actually... We can talk about right off the bat is that... Well, first, Hannah and I went and watched uh, some of the original like teaser stuff for the movie. And... Uh, Kevin Bacon really hyped it up to be something that it is not. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> some tonal differences. Yes, in those in those trailers. I uh, like this is a uh, a family comedy <laughs> uh, drama suspense action horror movie. It's none of those. It's it's good fun. But also, it's all of those. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I went through the genres of it looking up more information about it specifically. And it was like literally every genre of movie. Yeah. Western, sci-fi, horror, monster movie. Like, it just oh, went romance. on and on and on. It's definitely romance. Yeah. I mean, the, we're, we're going to talk about Rhonda for sure. The, the grad student. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. My, the only romance I acknowledge is uh, uh, our gun couple. Oh, Bert. Um, Bert and... Yeah, what is... what is? Oh, God. What it's, is his wife's name? It's escaping me. I, re I only remember Bert's name because... Heather. Heather. Bert is, like, the subject of so many sequels. Yeah, he is He's in everyone. He they directed were like, them. He's the guy we can keep getting. Yeah, he, he directed them. And not only that, the actor, Michael Gross is in the Tremors fan group on Facebook that I'm a part of. I love that. Yeah, he's super nice. Uh, I follow him now on Facebook, and he does like a bunch of legitimate theater all over the country, but also directed, I believe, every Tremors sequel. And also, for those who don't know, he was also the dad in fa Family Ties, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm not super familiar with like a lot of older sitcoms. It, he he had a pretty solid TV acting career, and then Bert Bert is the uh, is a completely different character than than anything else he played. But it was also completely different than anything we were familiar with in 1990, mm -hmm. which now the prepper uh, archetype mm -hmm. is is a, a, something we are well familiar with in 2022. <laughs> Post-Trump America. Uh, I Honestly, if I can make this commentary on all of the characters and mm -hmm. the town uh, of perfection in the, in the first Tremors movie. Yeah. Uh, they so accurately captured, I mean, exaggerated versions of, obviously, but like the kinds of people you'd find in like Midwestern or Southern towns. In a town called Perfection. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like the whole vibe of it is like, I, I know... Every one of those kinds of people. Fucking Melvin. Uh, yeah, Melvin is left on his own by his parents who went to gamble in Las Vegas. Yeah. That's it's a point that's never mentioned in the story, but is honestly pretty important to the story. Yeah, and but it that is. was the 90s. Yes. Well, and it's if you actually saw a fact that it was the population of perfection it actually didn't ever include melvin's parents oh that's funny like it's they were just gone all the time they didn't include melvin or melvin's parents in the actual population count of perfection so maybe that fact is something that the writers added afterwards to address <laughs> all the people who are asking where the hell melvin's parents are they went. jk rowling yes it. yeah yeah <laughs> In, in that they changed backstories, not the turf thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no issues. As far as I can tell, there are no bigots casted uh, in, in Tremors. But No, although that is uh, the, the original Graboid was racist. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But, okay, so they, they actually, that's been retconned in the TV show because he is, uh, in the TV show, the Graboid is Mexican. Yes. Really? Yeah. Is El Blanco? El Blanco. El Blanco. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I like. I prefer Brett's pronunciation. El, well, they say El Blanco. Extremely white pronunciation. El Blanco. That's 
That's how they say it. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I like how TV shows will fucks, fucks with canon a little, like in the Ghostbusters cartoon when they were like, you know what? Slimer's their friend now. <laughs> yes, Fuck it's you. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, no, he was very clearly an antagonistic ghost. Yes. Yeah. He was a troublemaker. Yeah. He was an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And a very small one. <laughs> not, think, not that big of a character. I think I, I I heard on another podcast someone was talking about like what a weird message Slimer sends to other ghosts. Like, do the other are the other ghosts like maybe the Ghostbusters are cool or are they like Slimer's a fucking traitor? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's oh Slimer. Did the tap don't, dance? Yeah, no, don't. I'm not gonna say. I know say where it. you're going. I'm not gonna say it. It's really it. No, I'm not gonna say it. But but he he did the dance, and then they they brought him on like a pet, and that's that's problematic. He Lorenzo, did, yeah. music. You have to answer some questions <laughs> from beyond the grave. <laughs> but uh, so one of my favorite things watching. The first movie is honestly the chemistry between Earl and Val. Oh, should we? um, And I guess it would be weird if a person was listening to this and was unfamiliar with Tremors. Yeah. But should we do like a quick plot summary of Tremors before we dissect it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the there are two they're handymen, but. What what do they call themselves? Do they call themselves handymen or? I think so. They don't ranch quite hands. Call them yeah, ranch yeah, hands. They're just dudes. Yeah, there are a couple of dudes who work for meals, basically yes. work for meals and drinks. And uh, they it starts out they're doing a job, and then they're like, "We're gonna leave." Uh, because they get tired of the small town stuff, so they're moving to the big city of Bixby. <laughs> but there's there's problems <laughs> yes. with this in that... The road uh, is closed. Yeah. there's uh, Early on, we see a scene where a, uh, a, a group of people camping, uh, just having the worst time. Or is it like a trailer that they live they're, out in? They're building a house. Yeah. And they get eaten by a worm. Yes. Less, uh, spoilers... Yeah. <laughs> Big worm come eat the people, which and sets car. Up, which yes the car which is later like found, it didn't eat the car because they find the car like That's with right. its lights yeah going up through Beaming the dirt up through the sand yeah well and we think that the tr- the graboids the worm mm-hmm. it eats people whole unless. Leaving their head makes for an excellent plot device. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. we know the things to eat whole things, but yet it leaves pieces of sheep and people mm-hmm. that yeah. it normally wouldn't yeah. until we meet said creature. This is the John Voight and Anaconda rule, which is like, <laughs> it eat unless it not. Yes. <laughs> you remember when snakes spit up John Voight? John Voight, half digested, still do one wink. Then die immediately? Yes. That was dope as hell. That was dope as hell. <laughs> we should do an anaconda cast. I was just about to say this podcast. is an anaconda cast. <laughs> Quit it. But uh, <laughs> so your anaconda don't want none? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, Big Worm yes. is is villain. Everyone else scared of Big Worm. Yeah. Uh, main uh, uh, conflict of movie is everyone want to get out of town, which is in like a valley. Yes, but well, Big Worm wants everyone to stay in town. Well, it's it's like Big Worm is also not just Big Worm; it's Big Worms. There's like five of just, six. I'm, seven I meant of I meant them. in the same way you would say like Big Tobacco. <laughs> yes, but that's important for someone who does not have yes, seen that's, this. That's, Good point. Which was the point of doing this. I know, but I like the idea of big worm. Just well, like the CEO of worms. It hears their it, it hears steps. Yes. And it, it comes to the people. And it's it's like the dune sandworms. Shai Halut. Yes. Yeah, and like the, you know, title of the movie series, Tremors. Yeah. Feels <gasps> I never tre- put that together. <laughs> Welcome to Tremors. <laughs> welcome to Tremors. Ooh, that's yeah, a, yeah. It feels, you're welcome. It feels the vibrations of basically your footsteps or any kind of movement on the ground. Yes. And 
all of the people hang out in one <laughs> in the general store. Yeah, because it's the only like common area. Yeah, it's it's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's a convenience store, it's everything. How different would the plot have played out had anyone read Dune? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would have just been like, oh, this is a smaller scale problem uh, that a book I just read. Someone get me a hook. We're going to ride it out of town. Yeah. Or honestly, the the worm never attacks anybody because they they spend the rest of the movie reading Dune. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah, 800 pages they long. They don't move. Dune so is actually safe. a fairly short book. <laughs> but it feels long. It does. Because there's a big, weird chunk of it. Uh, where it's just, I can't, no, I can't just do a Dune podcast. <laughs> there are some. I have some issues with Dune. <laughs> Catch it's... me on a different podcast that I'm starting right now. It's so fucking dense. It, it is. It is. And it's, I mean, it's a white savior story. It, it, it it's, is. It's frustrating. It's a white savior story, and it's written from the perspective of somebody who wants to make a political science thriller or... <laughs> Yeah, honestly, for the kid who brings his briefcase to school. <laughs> like, I love, I, I still, like, treasure Dune as, like, a, a an early, like, sci-fi classic. Yes. But n- no old sci-fi holds up. It does From, not. like, that era anymore. No. We've progressed past it. It's, we have. And <laughs> it doesn't have that many lasers in it. <laughs> no. Uh, it's, it's one of those, there's so many sci-fi stories where it's like, we've gone so far that we're back to knives. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know that's how it's going to work. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) A a fancy knitting needle with poison on it. Yeah. Also like it, two guys with blasters could kill a Jedi if one of them stood on the other side of the Jedi. This is a problem I've had for a long time. I, I agree. We need to address all of this in the Podcasting to Perfection sidecast. Oh, shit. We're talking about tremors. I'm sorry. Anyway, the worms want to eat the people, but the worms have a weakness, and the weakness is rocks. Yes. And also, they're very dumb. And, okay. Yeah. Movie. Uh, <laughs> Movie. Well, and there, there are three of them. Three yeah. main graboids, which is to find out what they, what they call them. What... Pat Morita's character. Oh yeah. Uh, names them, um, which Chang. They Chang. called him Chang. Of course they called him Chang. Uh, a, a man who I think grew up probably in like Southern California. <laughs> His name is Pat. <laughs> His name's Noriyuki, but he had to well, go yeah, by yeah. Pat. Uh, <laughs> you know more about Pat Morita than I do. I do. Well, by one fact, <laughs> which is his actual name. Uh, oh, about the about the graboids, xenomorph style. They got little worms inside the big worm mouth. They do. They do. Yeah. It's the tongue, um, and that is a major thing that came up in the development of the movie. The original, the original sketches of the graboids, they decided looked too much like penises. Like, that was a problem, that they had a giant penis puppet, basically. So they gave them the tongues. The, the biting tongues. Imagine... <laughs> oh, God. If... A little... Smaller dick came out of your regular dick. But, like, with teeth. Duh! <laughs> no, I don't want to imagine that. Ah, oh, man. Old tooth dick's back. <laughs> I mean, we have the movie Teeth, which is, I mean... That's that's a vagina, though. I know. Yeah, it's very but, I mean, different. Very different. It's believable. Oh, but the other one isn't. <laughs> I like the idea of the male version of Teeth. It's just one long tooth. <laughs> oh, weird. It's like a, like a the fingernail. Oh, God, dick fingernail. Hi, I'm dick fingernail. <laughs> That could be a character in Tremors <laughs> who comes in around the third or fourth movie. Yeah, that's movie. Jamie Kennedy's character. Oh, fuck. I really appreciate the, like, <laughs> genuine hard work you're doing to keep us on topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk about Earl, Earl and Val. Um, 
you know, they just kind of float from one job to another. They're they're kind of nomadic, and the movie centers around them. Uh, but they're funny together, and they're yeah, they're this amazing is like together. The comedy portion of the movie. And what I read, the the funniest thing about them is there's a scene early on where Val is trying to uh, hit a nail on oh, a fence post. Uh, and, uh, and Kevin Bacon genuinely fucks it up. Yeah, on purpose. No, no, he actually missed. Oh, well, I thought he was trying to piss off. <laughs> no, no, he, like, was, was trying, like, he went with it when he missed. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to keep doing it. And then, yeah, the the reaction was genuine. Okay, yeah. So that 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 I, part I, always yeah. cracks me up because it's such a good reaction. He's just pissed about it. Well, and he looks at him and then looks at the post and then looks at him again and is like, "How did you not do that?" Like it was. Uh, in, in preparation for this podcast, I looked up Trimmer's facts, uh-huh. and that was the only one. Okay, that, that stuck in my brain. <laughs> I've seen that one a few times. People keep parroting it. Like, learn another fact. Oh, well, did you know that in Lord of the Rings, oh, no. Viggo Mortensen, oh, no. when he kicks the helmet, hundred different Viggo Mortensen facts, kicked the helmet, broke his toe, actually deflected that knife, adopted a horse. I didn't know he adopted a horse. What? Yeah, yeah, his like, st- his stunt double's horse, uh, or like one of the stunt riders got real close with their horse. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, well, I guess goodbye, horse. Because, you know, at the end of a movie, you shoot all the horses. Yeah, you gotta kill them. Yeah, you gotta kill them, because otherwise they'll tell other horses about movies. They'll spoil the plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking God. <laughs> there are two horses in Tremors. There are. They go. They set out to ride out of town. Which, here's something I don't understand. Uh-huh. If you can't drive a car out of town, is a horse going to do that much better? That because car go faster. Yeah, but horse go up mountain. Do they? Yes. But if you get to mountain, you win already. Yeah, it's rock. Yeah. Yeah. And rock. Rock, paper, trimmers. Rock, paper, trimmers. <laughs> Which is the rock, paper, that. scissors. So the, the rock always. Uh, rock beats trimmers. Yes. Tremors. Tremors beats uh, people. Be, be, yeah, which people are paper. People get on rock. Yes. So the people are the paper. <laughs> and the trimmer is the scissors, and the rock is still rock. Uh, <laughs> well, we've oh, cracked a code here. We have. Yeah, we, we have. have. Yeah. We've cracked tremors. <laughs> uh, so we meet this seismology student, Rhonda. Yeah, the only person with any scientific knowledge. Yes. Uh, which she manages to have a lot, uh, and she's a seismology student, but she knows a lot about like everything. Well, it, yeah, it's one of those like things that all all sci-fi movies are guilty of, uh, but like especially in the '90s when someone is a scientist, yes. they just know all the science. Yes, she is the science officer. Uh, I mean, isn't that yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on Trek? Yes, she's got the blue shirt on, so she knows chemistry and biology. Yes, and geology, and can Pharma- make a pharmacology, and can make a pretty good guess at xenobiology as well. <laughs> yeah, like she just was like, I can identify this monster that we mm-hmm. eventually well, pull up. I got like eight credit hours in grad school, so. I know all about worm monsters. <laughs> yeah, I'm an expert. Yeah, she can't explain why are these weird readings happening on this fault line that I'm already studying. <laughs> and that have never happened. Like, or it's been like five years since there was any kind of activity. Yeah. But now it is. But the point is that she's hot. And that this this is... That is the point. A 90s movie. And Kevin Bacon immediately, Val, becomes enamored with her. So of um, course she does lose her pants. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah oh, also, we should does. we should clarify that like very early on the trimmers, I'm gonna call them the trimmers yeah. instead of graboids. <laughs> uh, very early on, the trimmers demonstrate uh, a confusing amount of intelligence when they eat all the telephone poles. 
thus yes. disabling the ability to communicate outside the valley. Yeah, so, like, during the whole beginning, you see little bits and pieces of, like, stuff being destroyed or... Um, you'll see like the, there's road work and then you just see a helmet that's just laying there. Like you just see glimpses of something and you don't see it until, I mean, I mean the first 20 minutes. They eat the telephone poles, yet there is one character who is in a deleted scene alive. But in the final movie, we only see him dead up on a telephone pole. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, it's again a 90s sci-fi movie this was like trimmers doesn't work with cell phones no so many movies like there's a point in time when you can tell just in like movie history that every horror movie was like well fuck now we always have to have a scene explaining why cell phone can't solve the problem. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no oh God, horror movie that can't be solved by a cell phone. Yeah. Unless Just, they specifically say or like make the phone not work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only the only time that like cell phone wouldn't help is haunted house. But my problem with haunted house is you can leave the house. Yeah. Like haunted house doesn't kill you on night one of haunted house. Haunted House waits till you've been in Haunted House. Yeah. But I wouldn't be there for day fucking two of Haunted House. <laughs> because right. I would see the ghost in the hallway and I would say, I'm going to go fucking sleep in my car. <laughs> yeah. And uh, any other horror movie can be solved with the Uber app. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> mm, I'm going to. I don't yeah. even have to make a phone call. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I would, I would rather text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we do get to meet um, reasonably early on Chang, who is an amazing comedic foil uh, to the dimwit uh, main characters. He's he's uh, the one that names them Graboids. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, he actually coins them because they grab. Yes. Yeah. With because they grabbed onto the yeah. truck. Their and little then, bitey tongue like yeah. grabbed the bottom of the cars. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. He does. He gets killed, which is sad. Yeah, a lot of people do get worm eaten. I. But then the worms die too. So. Yeah. Well, and that's so very early on. They kill the first one by just jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Which establishes uh, a dangerous precedent. Which is like, imagine if the like movie Predator. In the first five minutes, they just kind of accidentally killed a predator. Yeah. You would be like, well, these guys aren't that good. <laughs> they just did it because they, they yeah. had to reveal the monster. Yeah. And they, they trick Worm into flying off a cliff, which you would think. Is this the first? Was the worm the cliff no, one the first kill? No, the, the um, first one, they jump over a drainage ditch. And it's just and it crashes into the concrete. concrete. Oh yeah, and it, and it, it like out. hits. It hits that. Yeah, yeah. The the one that flies out of the cliffside is my favorite because me too. It in insinuates that these worms don't fucking have a clue what they're doing underground. That they're just <laughs> blindly flying around and can't tell when they're near like a cliff edge. Yes, <laughs> and. It, the the graphic of it coming out of the cliff edge reminds me of the little trick can of peanuts that you open. <laughs> <and> sneak <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, let's go on. We do get to meet uh, Heather and Bert, mm -hmm. and Heather and, is played by none other than Reba McIntyre. Fuck yes, and they live like a little bit outside of the town. They do. Yeah. They live in a. I, I, I don't want to call it a compound. What does he no. call it? It's a secure bunker. It's a bunker. No. Yeah. And they're like in radio contact with the other survivors. They are, yes. And they're like, the other survivors are like, yo, Bert, there's big worms out here. And he's like, oh, dang, I better go get my thousand guns. They do. That is maybe my favorite scene in the entire movie is when they keep pulling guns off of the wall. Yeah, they got so many. Because they had attracted the worms, the tremors, yeah. to the the bunker, 
by I don't know what the machine was doing, but they put their oh, yeah. ammo it in was, it. And, yeah. Well, it was their thumper. Yes. Yeah. It was a thumper. Uh, yeah, at one point, one of the trimmers burst through the wall of their house like the fucking Kool-Aid man. But it's still alive when it does. So yeah. the walls to the bunker are... Are not thick enough to splatter on. Yes. And also, the trimmer seems very directionless once it does burst yes. in. Because it's like half in their rec room, and then it's like just flailing yeah. as they shoot it. And then every time the gun's empty... They just like hurl it and yeah. then pick up a new gun, a brand new other elephant gun that because, they're now shooting. But I, I mean, from the perspective of those characters, I totally get that because they're they're like, we've never gotten a chance to shoot yes. any of these guns at anything, let alone a monster. I would like to try all of them. Well, they do. So they do actually get out the elephant gun at one point and I looked it up and that is a real gun. Yes. It's an yeah. eight gauge shotgun, which are not allowed uh, for use in the United States. But for some reason, they are still in Europe. Also, <laughs> after your third gun has failed to destroy the trimmer. Get the big one. Yeah, but they wait for like 12 to 15 guns yeah. before they're like, you know what? Maybe we should get the big gun. It is their rec room. They're having fun. Yeah, that's true. They are. <laughs> Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? Having a delightful time. Yeah. Honestly, the movie would have been much better if they had just stayed there. Uh, yeah. But then they, they try and explain that away by like, the trimmers will dig a under your house and sink your house. Yes. Yeah. And well, the, so that that does bring us to Heather. Reba's character is an amazing. I mean, a, the rare moment of a very strong female character in in sci-fi, which makes me kind of sad when I think about it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, and not only her character was badass, but she also was. I read that she was touring while filming Tremors. So she was touring during the week and then taking a plane to be um, to, to film on the weekends and then would rinse and repeat the entire movie. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. That's that's she doesn't get enough credit. She is from our state. She's from Oklahoma mm -hmm. and fancy is one of the most devastating songs I've ever heard in my life. Oh, like, yeah. it's, oof. Yeah, God don't damn. just sing along. Like, actually listen to the words, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they do... We, we get to see the suspense kind of build up as, as Earl and Val are... Let's see. They're, they're packing up to go to Bixby. Um, Rhonda gets the... the the made, first major sign of the tremor activity, then do you want to go on? Yeah, so at this point, <laughs> well, with the, with the movie, you get a whole bunch of characters in the beginning. Their stories get set up. So you meet this um, Nancy and this little girl named Mindy. So you get to meet all of the characters in the first, like, half hour of the movie, and then all of their stories kind of converge to kill these said graboid slash tremors. And Mindy... Is on a pogo stick. Yeah. So we get our first real glimpse of... A thumper. Yeah, of suspense whenever, you know, Rhonda gets a sign of activity. So she's moving to the truck. The camera view changes to being on the ground and is now chasing Rhonda. Oh, I forgot about how they did the, like, POV. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, she gets in the car and the door shuts and then we have a different, completely different um, view. And the movie comes back where... Val and Earl are trying to leave town. Um, this lady named Nancy needs work to be done. Um, and then that's kind of where we get one of our favorite lines. She's like, well, you know, I'll I'll pay you in beer and lunches. Like, please just stay. I need this work done. And they're like, no, we're going to go. So I can't believe we turned down free beer. Yeah. So then the next scene is them <clears throat> driving away and then um, them yelling, I can't believe we said no to free beer. Yeah, yeah. And then nothing is going to stop us from getting to Bixby. Yes, except not having a road. I have another <laughs> Tremors fact. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know how they got the shots of the POV worm? No. So they set a camera on a, like, pallet with wheels. Uh-huh. 
and then they tied a rope to it and buried the ropes. Okay. And then a truck out of like sight of the shot pulled it. So it went really fast. And like there was the, the ropes that the thing was tied to were like creating, creating the ripple in the, in the the ground. That's really cool. Oh, okay. That's causing the illusion of that said. Yeah. Cause I, I, uh, I was reading about this, uh, I'd actually read about this before I knew I was guesting on this one, but uh, it's one of my favorite like old horror movie practical effects things because yeah. it's like it, you just had to be so ingenious back when you were working with right. like no CGI and low budget. Well, <coughs> and th- this was entirely practical effects. This movie because yes. the the first movie that I can remember that I think any the the first movie that had real computer graphics was Jurassic Park, which is the actress who played Mindy did go on to uh, star in Jurassic Park. Yeah, the little girl on the pogo stick is the girl in the first That's Jurassic Lex? Park movie. The, the like, yes. hacker yes. girl? Yes. That's insane. A hacker? Uh, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, so yes. they call her a hacker a lot because she is aware of computers. Yes. Which was the 90s version She knows how to turn them on. Yeah, there was a whole thing where, like, <laughs> she hacked the security of Jurassic Park, and it's like, hold on. Well, and so... <laughs> Nedry couldn't do that. But funny uh, thing about that, the, the hacking that she's doing is just... Uh, sort of navigating a file system that actually exists. It's it's a Linux um, visual oh, file I system. Do, I do graphical remember file system. And yeah, all she's doing is like looking at folders. <laughs> and if you know that and, and all the folders are just like dinosaurs. Yes. Dinosaurs, yes. Dinosaurs. <laughs> it's really funny uh, if you know that and look at it, but otherwise it looks really fucking cool. Well, every like there's never really been a cool version of hacking in a movie or show. No. Because, it, like, first of all, 99% of hacking is just calling someone and tricking them into giving you their password. That's 100% all I've ever done. But in movies, it's... Yeah, exactly. What are you I'm typing? In. Just you're just typing the word hacking Enhance, over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Oh god, the enhancing is. <laughs> but we don't have to deal with any of that in Tremors, and I like. No, there's that. no hacking. It's all practical effects. It's all yes. rubber puppets and trick shots. And also, it's pumpkin, amazing. and pumpkin for the guts. And none of these people would have a fucking clue how to even turn on a computer. That's true. Maybe maybe Chang. Chang yeah. seems like oh, yeah. he would well, be on the savvy. internet. He would yeah. figure it out. Because he's yeah. a businessman. And yeah. how if, else is he going to make money? If he'd lived, he would have founded Amazon. Oh, they did oh, show yes. us... They did show us early on his his uh, business prowess is taking the snake thing. Yeah. yeah the, the, the tongue. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going to, like, display the graboid in a cool museum. Yes. Well, and it's funny, and he purposely, like, they haggle on price, too. Like, Val and Earl and Chang are haggling oh, on yeah. it. And he's like, okay, 15 bucks or whatever. And then he sells pictures for $5, and they walk in and like, oh, man, we got, we got fucking played, you know, basically. It was yeah, just I think a, they end up funny, taking $20 moment. for yeah. it. Yeah, and he's selling $5, I mean, a picture, not that anybody goes to the town, but whatever. Yeah, and right. also he is eaten by the worms, so. He is. He he, he, does get he did died. not profit. <laughs> no. Um, so we do see, uh, well, we see Edgar dead. Um, yeah, they're, so they're stuck, but then they find the dead sheep. Yeah. The dead sheep are, uh, eh, we'll call them a plot hole, but it's necessary. Because finding a bunch of sheep carcasses when it's a monster that eats everything i mean is it just spitting out the wool and some blood so just make sure you know i was here <laughs> signed graboid <laughs> that's its calling card yeah it's just, it, it's like a serial killer worm well and they it sort of is cuz they pick up the guy's hat and his head is just underneath it mhm and it's well, why didn't it eat the head I mean, not a lot of meat on a head. Brain is delicious. I don't know about human brain, but I bet graboids would think okay, so. Okay, so if it's not smart enough to stop 
when said concrete is approaching, why would it be smart enough to stop eating something at the head? Maybe that's just where it bit down. <laughs> but it snake I, tendrils pull in. I don't know what to okay. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> These are kind of questions you need to ask a genius like young Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> right, write it into the next season. <laughs> young Sheldon versus Tremors. I would watch it. I know. You'd have to for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So we, we they find the dead workers um, who are working on, are they working on the road? Or are they working on phone lines? Or I don't or, know. It's real confusing, but they have a jackhammer, they basically. Do, yeah. <laughs> which so is. Oh, yeah. At this, every scene of this movie is like a contrivance to make a loud sound on the ground. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this construction guy does, and except that um, Jackhammer goes through and into the worm. So yes. that's our very first like interaction with the worm, and then it takes them and kills both. And we see that workers. awesome orange '90s movie blood. Yeah, seeping out of the ground. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So they try to take the horses out, uh, and then finally we get to see the monster when it crashes into the the culvert. Um, I like that they added that it smells bad because it's an underground monster and it doesn't have access to showers. Yeah, and yeah. it lives in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, like, no animals smell good in the yeah, wild. Yeah, of course it smells bad. Yeah. I, I love the line, I found the ass end. Yeah. From Kevin Bacon's character. So, yeah, I found the ass end. They dig it up after it hits through the concrete, and then as soon as he gets to the end, he's like, I found the ass end! Like, it's funny. <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> there's a huge celebration of killing the monster, because they're like, yes. there's no way <laughs> that there could possibly be more. Yeah, like, we they did it. Up, We're big heroes. They end up having to pole vault around. Oh, I forgot that's how they get from rock to rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there are just giant sticks. Yeah. And perfect giant, perfectly placed boulders. Yes. And everyone <laughs> is good at pole vaulting. Yeah, it's something I tried to do as a kid and never It doesn't work up. because no. that stick gonna break. Yes. Or you gonna fall because you a gangly little kid. Yeah. And you're gonna sway and hurt. Or you're like, you didn't jump as far as you thought you did. Yeah, because you you're a coward at heart. I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. And you... Didn't get the momentum you needed. <laughs> Always just ended up back where I started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every single time. But they, they do pull it off. They get to the truck. They they manage to escape. Um, I like that we, we do have a note about Melvin crying wolf uh, several times. And I think they I think they do rule of threes. That, you know, it's it, yeah. the third time it is a real attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Melvin was introduced as like, hey, you know your neighbor's kid that you hate? Wouldn't it be cool if a worm ate him? Yeah, but then they, fucking, he stays alive. And, and I, I'm, I'm glad that Mindy's alive. She's, she's cute. She's a good character. You know, she's just jumping on her pogo stick. They do set up a lot of suspense. When she's jumping and you're like, oh, no, the monster's going to attack and it and it doesn't. She's going to hit the ground and the monster's just going to fucking be there. Yeah. But nope. Uh, this is something I like about like older survival horror where you have like a large cast of characters that are like there to be prey. Yes. To the monsters like modern survival horror. They love to have everyone get picked off. Yes. I hate I hate it when the movie has no survivors or like the one bloody survivor cliche. I like Tremors because like pretty much everybody's yeah, fine. It's a great ending. Yeah. yeah. Like they actually figure out a way to combat them and yeah. get away. And so <laughs> Oh god, I, I'm gonna wait for us to naturally get to how they kill the final worm, but oh, yeah, what yeah. a great way. Oh, absolutely. We're almost there. So <laughs> they they do eventually they radio to Bert. Bert kills the one in his rec room, and then they get to uh, well, they get to uh, some sort of I, it's equipment, heavy equipment. Oh yeah, yeah, they have like the heavy truck convoy. I what it's called? Yes. They call it something. Endearing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got no tires. Yeah, it's got treads, uh, but 
the the trimmers thinking ahead yes set they dig a fucking trap like a like a bungee yeah. pit and it's like how smart is this worm yeah right oh, it's the caterpillar be yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's the machine. That's the big, the big and then it has the trailer. Because the worm dug a pit yeah. from where it knew a vehicle was going, and also the worm got excited <laughs> and flew off a cliff. How can I hold these two worm facts in my head at the same time? You just—it's that's maybe that's why people call this a guilty pleasure. Because it's you got to suspend your disbelief here. Oh yeah, I mean that's true. Of, I I think all entertainment it we're is. we're we're suspending disbelief. Um, but the you know, they pick up Bert and Heather and plenty of guns. Yes. And their their best weapon in the whole movie, homemade pipe bombs. What the hell's in those things, Bert? Two household chemicals in the proper proportion. That are made by hacking off parts of Bert's house. Yeah, so you see them preparing it and like they're taking... Um, chimney. Yeah, like the chimney that's just like a rubber tube. Then they're cutting them off and filling them there. Like his entire house is basically ready to be used as a weapon. I love that. <laughs> yes. I love like how... <laughs> Again, the 90s, before we were like... Worried about people with pipe bombs? Yes. Uh, the the fact that, like, your neighbor was just so ready to make pipe bombs. Yeah. Like, and that's what... And, and he even says it, uh, a few household chemicals in the proper proportions. We have the file. We'll definitely put it in here. But he... He's just like, I'm going to destroy this part of my house because it's, like you said, ready to be turned into a weapon. Everything he has is. But I love that this prepper is, this is where it kind of diverges from the prepper that we know today. Because the preppers we know today are like, honestly, religious zealots who have hundreds of pounds of fairly inedible macaroni and cheese and... Those buckets also become a toilet after you eat the macaroni and cheese. I learned that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, like, preppers are not actually prepared like they are in this movie. Yeah. Right. Well, and, like, they would be upset if they lost all of that stuff that they had prepped for. He was excited to blow shit up with his arsenal. Yes. So that was another difference. He didn't have this necessarily emotional attachment to it when it came to destroying it all. This is what that kind of person looked like before uh infowars yes oh jesus christ <laughs> it's it's not it's not just that kind of person it's that it, infowars made a lot of really dumb people think they were capable of that yes yeah yeah the, like they were like i always knew something was going on and now i know it is secret government frog people yeah. <laughs> As opposed to capitalism. At, People at, will believe anything is the problem except capitalism. Except the actual problem that we can point yeah. to with evidence. This podcast is about loving tremors and destroying capitalism. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. true. 100%. Well, and Bert at no point in the movie says anything about like, uh, you know, the massive cabal in charge of yes. our government or... It, it, nothing like that. Also, it's, one of the few people that is killed in the movie is the person who tries to make money off the trimmers, yes. proving that the trimmers are socialists. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, God. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. God, I wish I was going to be here for when you get to talk about the ass blasters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure we send you the episode. <laughs> yes, send it to me because that's the only way I can find pockets. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I want you to call me and then just like hold your phone next to your computer while you play it over speakers. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Um, but that you want to... Tell our listeners how they kill the last one. Yeah. Yes. So the pipe bombs are a big factor here. They are. Uh, they they have like a little RC car. 
Is it the RC car in this oh, one? Oh, wait, no, that was later. No, in this one, they just, like, fish with it. Yeah, they fish. Yeah. yeah. So they, like, light a pipe bomb, and they tie a rope to it, and they hurl it off their rock, and then they pull it in, they and then it. and then the trimmer's like, mm, I love it when stuff scrapes on the dirt. You know I'm going to eat it. Well, the first time they throw one, and he spits it back out at them. Oh, yeah, because he figured out bombs. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> He saw another one of his friends die from Bob. Yeah. Well, did he see? Because he He ain't got no eye. He felt it. Oh, they could feel that, but not the fact that the cliff ends. I'm still mad about that. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. So he throws the pipe bomb back at them. Uh, Oh, my God. It does uh, no damage when it comes back. It does. Yeah. Zero HP is taken off of any (laughs) character during that. But for some reason... Making it into a fishing line is the trick. Just yeah. throwing the loose. Now, yeah, because if it just sits there, then it's like, hmm, people don't just sit there. Yeah. But if you if you have the rope on it, yeah. then it's like, it's trying to get away. I'm going to eat it. Oh, it tastes a lot like that bomb I spit out. Too but late. it's fine. <laughs> I was sick of living. <laughs> These tremors are straight up suicidal. That's the only explanation for how easy they all die. They're tired of capitalism. Exactly. (laughs) These tremors are like, we've been hibernating for a long time. Suddenly we woke up. How come? Oh, capitalism created global warming, which destroyed our old environment, which is a plot point of where they came from. It is. And they're like, well, let's check out this small town. Perhaps it's uncorrupted by capitalism. Oh, nope, they ripped my tongue out and are trying to display it. I'm going to eat everybody. Uh, I'm just going to die. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, this <laughs> sucks. I'm going <laughs> to slam headfirst into a concrete embankment. I'm going to fly off a goddamn cliff. I'm going to eat a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Escalation. Yeah, yeah. We've got to one up each other. Yeah, I'm gonna eat a bomb. Is honestly, I'm not gonna be mad at like, I mean, Ryan, if you kill yourself, I'll be mad at you. You swallow a bomb, you're gonna be a lot less mad. Well, the big problem with that is, uh, what if fuse go out because of wet mouth and body? It's true, and also. I don't, I don't know how big a bomb I can eat. It's it just it has to be relative to what is capable of killing you. Now here's something you don't think about a lot. <laughs> and let me hit you with this uh, little pipe bomb. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because we always think it's got to be no pipe like no like a foot long pipe bomb. But what if you made like you work at a, a liquor store now? I do. Like what if it was like a shooter sized pipe bomb? I th- honestly <gasps> tiny Molotov cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I think if you if you swallowed like a string of black cats, you will die. Ooh. I don't even know if you have to light That's them. A tiny pipe bomb. That's true. But oh, man, you wouldn't <laughs> not on the first one. It would be like pop. Dead. No, what you need to do is you need to tie them, like, you know, string them together like you do. Mm -hmm. Like, braid them together. Oh, what about just M80s? Yeah, that would be enough. Can you buy those anymore? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That'd be be enough. Don't do this. Uh, (laughs) Official stance of podcasting to perfection is don't swallow bombs or firecrackers. We're just doing an inside out suicide bomber. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, because they just. They have bomb, but it's outside the it's tummy. Outside, yeah. And we're yeah. making an inside the tummy yeah. bomb. Yeah. Oh, that's what the Joker did. <laughs> a, Remember, he put the oh, bomb in the, the guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's brutal. But oh man, the tremors. <laughs> we really but got guess off what? topic. Yeah. They we're survived. They killed the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, everyone except Chang and a few. Uh, characters we didn't meet. Yeah. yeah. Really. I mean, the, so, yeah, just the like random, and his wife. like, civil servant workers, they all got eaten, but yeah. no one yeah, cares. Farmers, doctors. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did use practical effects for everything uh, pumpkins <laughs> for the guts of the, of the monsters. Um, Val and Rhonda do have a very weird goodbye moment. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, yeah, they, they were like, oh, after the last worm dies, I'll say this about Tremors, a movie I love. After the final worm dies, 
that movie doesn't know what the fuck to do. No, no. Yeah, it's they didn't like, know really ah, how to end it, I feel oh, like. Oh, shit, how do we wrap this up? <laughs> and so, so Val sees Rhonda, and he's just like, uh, so bye. And then Earl gives him a hard time. One and thing, he turns oh. around and Rhonda... It's, I mean, we would consider it a sexual assault nowadays, but it seems like he was he was thinking about it, so it's all good. Oh, and yeah. she want she wanted it. Well, she <laughs> in, she instigated it. Yeah, she's like, okay, so like I'm leaving, and he's like, okay, bye, and she's like, okay, bye, and then he's like, no wait, and then grabs her face. I I like. <laughs> the bit awkwardness he starts that with because you gotta remember he like met her that day yeah and then they killed three big worms a whole yeah. bunch so, of people have died yeah people, but the, she's real horny about it yeah I mean she lost her pants come on she now. did yeah. lose her pants they did find replacement pants which was mm-hmm. good we I felt like it was I felt like it was gratuitous when I saw the movie in like 1993. Yeah. Well, and not only did she lose her pants, but they also had her in white underwear, and it's a sandy, dirty, like environment. So like, oh, it's all on. And purpose. she's like on the ground, like so she yeah. gets up with just stained underwear. I'm like, oh right. It's ve- it's very silly that the worms would steal her pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they did it in Alien as well. Technically, I mean, technically, the, an Alien didn't steal Ripley's pants. She took them off. But you know what? I think would have been a cool scene at the end of Alien is if the Alien was wearing her pants. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. hoping the trimmers would like, or the graboids would at least have hanging off one of their tentacles or something. Ripley's in the big mech and she's like, get me back my pants, you bitch. (laughs) We gotta write this movie. I'll I'll draw it. (laughs) The alien is just trying to get clothes. (laughs) (laughs) The alien's motivation is it wants to go to a farmer's market, but it can't go because it's naked. So it's got... (laughs) And all its babies try to bring it shirts, but it ruins the shirts because it comes out of the person. Like, so now they have to keep trying. Yeah, it's like, I can't get a shirt to save my life. Also, my blood is acid, so like any issues I have are going to ruin my whole fucking fit. It's a nightmare. People keep shooting me with flamethrowers. Oh, God. Everyone has these motion trackers. It makes it seem ominous, even though I'm just walking. We're on a spaceship with an enriched oxygen environment. Why do they all have flamethrowers? It's crazy. <laughs> the dumbest weapon you could have. I bit a guy, and he was a robot. <laughs> I didn't know they had those. It was a great robot. This is unrelated to the clothes thing, but they got a robot. They got a robot. And I don't want to be weird or nothing. But I think his blood was cum. <laughs> I was going to say he's got white blood. He got cum blood. Why'd you put cum blood in your robot, humans? Yeah. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to your farmer's market know. anymore. I think I saw Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser was there. <laughs> he was a corpo. <laughs> Oh, every time I've seen Paul Reiser in the past 10 years, it's been in something where I just went, oh, shit, that's Paul Reiser. Yeah. What are you doing, Paul Reiser? Oh, yeah. The Boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Boys uh, and Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Vastly different characters. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing about <laughs> the, my favorite thing I read about him being in The Boys was that he, the whole time he had no fucking clue what he was doing. Oh, yeah. He's just doing cocaine and like telling them he's not a yeah. great hero. Oh, no. I mean, he was he's so the character that he's playing in the comics was supposed to be Stan Lee, apparently. Oh, uh, OK. Because he's like supposed to be the guy that like. uh so in the in the story, he's the dude that like got it. He was their publicist. Yeah. But like in the comics, he's he looks like Stanley. He looks kind of like Stanley in the in yeah. the show. Honestly. Also, the comics uh, are uh, bad. <laughs> I've never read them. I haven't either. But I did Wikipedia them. Oh, God. oh okay. And I I don't know. I, a lot of those like edge edgy comics like that and yeah. and uh, I, there's been a few other like adaptations. 
like Invincible that oh, I, yeah. I think are just like objectively better than the source material because yes. they were like, we have to make this palatable for regular people. <laughs> yes. So like, for let's, people. let's like put some actual characters into our cool, violent pictures. Well, the show is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, Tremors, though, the film. <laughs> I think we're just about done with it. I mean, that's right after that. We see credits and then. <laughs> yeah. There's no dancing graboid at the end or anything yeah, like no, that. It's not a Caddyshack moment. And then, and then it's Carrie's grave and then a graboid comes out of it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's really just the first one. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really it's weird. It's good if you haven't seen it. I highly recommend it. After the credits, you do see one graboid. Uh move uh and you're like oh there's another graboid and then that graboid is approached by young sheldon who's like have you heard of the avengers (laughs) it's true it's true and then the graboid says bazinga and it's like oh wow what a big reveal they can talk yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is the one and only episode that that's gonna happen it's it's not in fact, you could say, this is his spot. Oh. Good night. 